0: Wrestling diehards only. This is the Idaho Matt Chat Prep Cast on IdahoSports.com. That's right. Welcome into a brand new season of the Idaho Matt Chat PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. My name is Brandon Maney. We will be joined uh, not just tonight, but throughout the entire wrestling season by our very talented panel of wrestling experts. Uh, we have to start with the with our leadoff batter here, the guy that always brings the data and is always well researched when he comes up with an opinion. It's Coach Al Fontes. Al, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Uh, you know, I'm happy for the new season. My season never ends. It's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I haven't stopped since I've been here. So it's good for the actual wrestling season to be here. So happy to be here.
0: Yeah, off season. What off season? Not for me. <laughs> For sure. All right. Well, uh, let's give a quick refresher to everybody and we'll have uh, Brian Zollinger joining us momentarily as well. He's at uh, junior high matches. uh, And that's the thing uh, that I love about our panel is that you guys are all involved in the sport of wrestling. And sometimes you're at competitions, sometimes you're at practices. um, And so as long as we've got a, a, a cast of characters, we'll always have somebody here to break down the sport. Every Tuesday night, we're going to do the Matt Chat PrepCast every Tuesday evening, 8 o'clock Mountain Time, 7 o'clock Pacific Time on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel, Facebook page, Twitter account. And we're also streaming live this year, Al, to the Idaho Wrestling News Facebook page as well. Mm -hmm. So we're stepping up our game.
1: I look forward to it
0: definitely uh al for those that may not be familiar with with you or the work that you do uh or they're stumbling upon this prep cast for the first time give us a quick bio and a quick intro uh, about yourself
1: i started wrestling in 1978 in middle school um wrestled through high school in livermore california I wrestled at chabot college when i got out of the navy um Writing was just something that came by circumstance. It became a new goal of mine to uh, promote wrestling, and I've been doing it for over 30 years. Uh, Prior to Idaho, I wrote for Wrestling USA. I helped write with Win Magazine, amateur wrestling news, a lot of the outlets. I used to write with the California Wrestler, but as you know, when I came here to Idaho, I started the Idaho Elite Report and have not stopped and then joined your staff writing all the previews and doing the hidden gems. I think I've written about a hundred articles since I've been here published. So this is a great state. Um, there's so much to write about that. I tend to have to have at least two or three articles going at the same time to keep pace.
0: You've always got a couple of irons in the fire, Al. That's yeah. for sure. Good news. Um,
1: I'm retired. I've been retired from my career job, but wrestling is my passion. So <laughs> this is uh, not a job. This is a passion.
0: Right. Uh, I'll have to go back and look and count up uh, if, if you're at 100 or when you get to 100, but maybe we'll bake you a cake with the big 100 on it, Al. What do you think?
1: German chocolate. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: I think we can arrange that. Uh, my wrestling story is far less interesting because I don't really have one. I grew up in Montana, small town called Stevensville. It's about the size of Shelly, probably. So we're kind of like Shelly. We're one of the smaller schools in our classification. We were the only school in our classification that didn't have wrestling, Al. All we had was it was basketball or you you were lifting weights for whatever spring sport you were going to go do. Those were your choices. So I really don't have much of the background in wrestling like so many of you guys do. Uh, The only experience I have wrestling is like roughhousing with my elder brother when we were kids. (laughs) I'm not sure there's any uh, legally sanctioned moves there,
1: though. It's one of the greatest sports. And when I came to Idaho, I realized firsthand that this was a hidden gem. I've been on the national scene for about 25, 30 years And I knew there was some talent here, but I didn't realize until I came here. And it is a hit. Well, it's no longer a hidden gem since they won the Fargo Nationals. I think people are starting to realize there's some talented wrestlers, great coaching here. It's a great sport, and I just love giving back. It's really, at the end of the day, it's for the kids. It's for wrestling. Um, That's why I do it. It's, it's, It's just to promote one of the greatest sports in the world.
0: Definitely. So uh, with that said, all the introductions are out of the way. Really, you know, we're the people that are on here talking now, but this show is driven by the fans. We've got a lot of people that tune in live every week. Uh, For those that can't make it live, though, a lot of people come back the next day or even, you know, going into the weekend. They're always going back to find this. And so a really easy way to make it easier for people to find on replay is to hit the like button and also share this retweet it uh wherever you're at youtube facebook twitter if you hit that like button and then share it it helps everybody who can't be here live find it a little easier amongst all the social media algorithms because i know we have a lot of people that aren't able to to tune in live every week but they still come back and watch and or listen to it so um that said The fans, Al, are the ones that really drive the show. We want to hear your questions, your comments. If you've got a school or a team or an athlete you're repping, give a shout-out. Drop it in the comments. We'll throw it up on the screen, Al. We've already got a couple of comments here in the chat. Uh, John says, it's appreciated, Al, all that hard work that you do for the great state of Idaho. You really have become a big advocate for for Idaho's wrestlers, uh, definitely.
1: I'm blessed to be here.
0: Yeah, we're we're blessed that you chose to to retire to Idaho. We got very lucky when you did that. Um, and, and right away, let's let's dive into Jimmy Train wants to know early opinions on 3A. Who's the team to beat? Now, Al, you've been working on your very comprehensive statewide wrestling preview. This is a written preview. We're gonna break it down by classification: 5A, mm-hmm. 3A, 2A. Uh, and then one A, and and break it all down for you. It takes a long time though, and Al, will gets sometimes the hands cramp up from from writing so much, right?
1: Carpal tunnel syndrome.
0: <laughs> That's right.
1: Now, um if I, you know, South Fremont won four state titles in a row. Uh, they 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 lost a few kids, but they still have enough kids to to make 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 the top three, if not challenge for. I saw Fruitland this weekend. At the Donnelly Duels, and uh, they did fairly well in the duels. But they, I think, they have enough numbers to do well. Then we got Buell High School. You know, we have the uh, the Brunson brothers and a host of kids that are really solid there. Uh, American Falls and then Snake River. We got to keep an eye on them. So right now, I'd say those are the sort of teams to to watch: Fruitland, uh, South Fremont. Oh, and we got to include Marsh Valley as well. They return about seven kids uh that have placed at state and a handful of qualifiers as well. So I'd say that's the three A right now.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say don't don't count out Marsh Valley. They uh you know small but mighty, you know. I got a lot of, of notes,
1: so <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, so as I was saying, uh when those previews come out, they will be out. Uh, in the early part of next week on IdahoSports.com, they are well worth the wait because Al is going to give you all that data, all of the you know returning placers and you know, and, and also you know something we're bringing back this year are our team rankings and our individual rankings. Al, this is a a big undertaking that we do. We brought it back for the first time last year uh, to pretty positive reception, where we go in by you know, wait and rank individuals and also rank the teams. We all kind of chime in and do it collaboratively. Just remember folks, if, if your kid is, is not where you want them to be ranked, it's not personal. It's just something we're trying to sift through as the season goes along. Um, but those will be coming out next week as well. Now, so wrestling is really, you know, off and running for sure. And I
1: would caution that, uh, some of these kids who were state qualifiers last year, the gap's starting to close. Some of these kids have improved over the summer. Some of them went back to Fargo or went to the Folkstyle National and put some time in the Western region. So the gaps are closing. So it's not (laughs) nothing safe or guaranteed in some of these weights. That's right. Good kids coming up,
0: and and there's always freshmen that are coming in as well that are you know very uh, highly regarded from the middle school circuit also. Uh, Lynn, uh, tonight repping post falls high school mm-hmm. Go Trojan. Al, I live a lot closer to post falls high. Now yeah. I made the, I made the move up to North Idaho in the off season. So I'll carry the flag for North Idaho.
1: Yeah, they're solid. They got about seven returning state placers, a couple, you know, Ryder sequin was a state champ. He's an all American. We have a Barnhart state champion, three-time placer and, and multiple state pleasure, but they have a bunch of kids that are returning too plus a freshman by Matt Hamilton is going to be solid. So they're definitely going to be in the mix in a 5A, where I'd say Meridian, Meridian's probably the early favorite. And, uh, you know, Nampa's. Uh, they did fairly well in the duels, but they do have a team that can do really well in the tournament scoring. There's a big difference between dual meets and tournament scoring, because as you know, state tournament's about numbers, is <laughs> how many kids you have there. And if you have a second kid that's good too, that can score points. So it's a quantity game.
0: Yeah, definitely quantity once you get to state for sure. Yeah. A um, couple of shout outs here. Uh, one for you, Al, from Jordan Jimenez. Al, the man Fontez. I coach with Jordan. He's a great
1: coach. Uh, I remember him in high school back in California, out in the Bay Area, solid wrestler. He's doing a great job, great coach, great with the kids. And uh, we're lucky to have him here in Idaho. He's a major asset. Yeah. Coach
0: definitely and now uh all the post falls trojan fans here here's bridget yay welcome to the north i'm assuming that's for me uh jacklyn says yeah i'm gonna just take that as as a post falls and then bethany uh says post falls here too so our post you can falls- never count
1: them out they're solid they're doing a great job up there coach <laughs> is working hard he's got a lot of kids and uh yeah we got to watch them closely because they're definitely going to be in the mix for that top three if not definitely
0: so Post Falls is in the house, and so is another one of our panelists here, Brian Zollinger. Brian, what's going on? How you doing? Hey, good.
2: How are you guys doing? It's good oh. to join you.
0: Yeah. It great.
2: You know, middle school season's finishing up, so we had one last duel.
0: Yeah. So, Brian, tell us, where were you at tonight?
2: Uh, we were at a duel with uh, so Skylines Junior High, Bonneville's Junior High, and Hillcrest Junior High. So, just barely finished up, and I I... Ran here as quick as I could, so last duel of the season.
1: Yeah, we have our championships in the, uh, you know, the Meridian, Cuna, that area. They're going to have their championships this weekend, and what isn't middle school state in about a week or so. Yep, yep 16th I think, or 15th, uh, yep. 16th or something like that. Yeah, yep, a week from Friday, Saturday
0: awesome yeah. yeah Al and I guess we should mention uh when we gave your little bio you uh help out as an assistant coach in in the Treasure Valley as well correct
1: yeah I'm one of the assistants at Rocky Mountain High School uh I've coached at um a little bit not this year um but uh, I got a lot going on but I coached at Herod helped coach at Herod is Todd Hines one of the he's the head coach there also coaches that he does an outstanding job I think they had uh, close to 107 kids out this year there, wow, which is a crazy. lot. I'm seeing the trend grow at the grassroots level, especially with the kids. You know, Brian, in your area, I'm hearing some of the schools have up to 500 kids coming out, and it's growing.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is. It's
1: it's awesome to see for sure. Yeah, yeah, and so, the girls' numbers are off the board this year. Yeah, I think it's gone up like 17% since last year in the numbers. So we're yeah. edging towards almost a thousand girls. I think it's like eight yeah. something now.
0: Yeah, over 800 uh, I saw officially signed up in girls wrestling, which is just awesome to see uh, it, it, sure. it'll,
1: be,
2: it'll be tougher to make that tournament since that's a joint, you know, all divisions than it is any of the divisions in the boys. Just, I mean, percentage-wise, it'll be a lower percentage of the girls that qualify for state. So, you know, you'd think they, they'll be looking at splitting that by divisions here in the next year or
1: two. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was the freshman class that had the largest number of the Yeah, that's what I saw too. Yeah. So the I, grassroots are are starting to grow, which is good.
0: Yeah, there's no magic number, but I think uh, a thousand is is a good number to then split up, you know, into yeah. classifications for girls.
1: So, to be honest with you, if you look at the national trends the last 20 years, if you look at the trajectory, um, Idaho is on that same trajectory I saw in California and on the national. It is exponentially growing fast, especially once the grassroots starts to establish and you have those pioneer girls coming back from college and now they're coming back and giving back. You're going to see even more. Yeah, Yeah,
0: for sure. Uh, We've got a comment here from Rob Sherrill. Sandpoint point repping too. So we got our post falls contingent. We've got our Sandpoint contingent. Uh, of course i made the move to North Idaho over the off season. Al lives in the treasure Valley, Brian, you're kind of our East Idaho uh, <laughs> representative here, Brian, for those that may not be familiar with you, or they're just coming upon the prep cast for the first time, give us kind of a quick bio about yourself and, and your background in the sport of wrestling.
2: Yeah. I mean, I grew up around wrestling. My dad was uh part of USA Idaho wrestling back in the, early 90s all all the way through 2010 so you know wrestled Sugar Salem High School. I went to college wrestled BYU Boise State. Uh, The great Chris Owens I was able to wrestle one year under Chris when he was at Boise State Um, and has just followed it you know wrestling kids are my passion and I've coached kids clubs for man 20 plus years now and and so love the sport and uh, just watching the development it gets and it's it's an exciting time in Idaho as you know we covered last year and the last show we did and It's
0: fun to watch. Yeah, we did a special off-season show because, of course, Team Idaho won Fargo Nationals for the first time ever. We had a couple of those outstanding young men on that were part of that championship team. You can go back and watch that on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel or Facebook page. Uh, The fourth member of our panel, uh, not here tonight, that would be Jacob Eck. He says i'm in disney but i'll be back next week with all that i saw and uh we'll see you the following week and then he did chime in with a few comments here and so let's let's dive into the conversation uh here's uh our main guy from lewiston uh hoyt and brock havas what's up guys the best prep cast in the galaxy is back thoughts on last weekend's tournaments here's what jacob had to say about what he saw uh my favorites of the week were BK getting to the finals and going for the ship at Donnelly, uh Mara McKenzie Martino could wrestle every week and I'd sign up for it. Banta versus Bowen, Mogger versus Zach. and of course wrestling is back. So
1: uh yeah. out. Hey, And his son looked really solid there too and I think he's going to Northern Idaho, North Idaho College, I believe for college. Yeah. Yep. yep, I saw a he looks solid, tough
2: up. kid. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch him at the next level. Going to be fun to watch him this year too. I mean, mm-hmm. Hoyt's, Hoyt's one of those kids that, man, I, I love his Greco matches. It's you know, if every match was Hoyt Greco, we'd have the stands filled every week because he is just hey, exciting to watch.
0: For sure. So, Brian, what was the what was the best thing you saw from the opening weekend of the high school wrestling season?
2: You know, I was at a tournament in North Fremont and, you know, a lot of the smaller schools, uh, West Jefferson, Westside, North Fremont, Ryrie, uh, Sugar Salem, Teton. And that was fun to watch, some good wrestling matches. Uh, but, you know, watching from afar, the uh, obviously the big one this weekend were the Donnelly duels. And I agree with Jacob Beck. I mean, uh, Fruitland, Bishop Kelly, that didn't disappoint. I mean, you just have so many all-stars there, both McKenzie's, uh, the hood kid at at Fruitland. At 82, and then all of Bishop Kelly's hammers. I mean, from the you know, Skellinger and and uh Thompson and Carlos and Manny, the Valdez brothers. I mean, that was by far the highlight of the week. I think is seeing that duel,
1: yeah. And we we had some key matchups there too, like uh, you know, Jonathan Siemens from uh, uh from yeah. Nampa beating uh, say Thompson and very yeah. tight match at 170s, both returners. Marcus uh, Ailman from Fruitland to beat uh, Alani Macias, who's a you know state placer four to two. Hoot Voss beating Sean Hall, you know Sean Hall is up and coming. Then he plays at Folkstyle Nationals. Up and coming kid from Canyon Ridge, he looks old. Then uh, Mara beating uh, Caden McKenzie from Fruitland three zero, and that kid was an All American too. So that's why I means the gaps are starting to close, and some of these up and coming kids are getting better. So it's going to be interesting this year, but those some of the highlight matches there I I observed. Yeah,
0: definitely. The best thing I saw was actually a piece that Al just wrote for IdahoSports.com. Is the latest in his Hidden Gems of Idaho series, the uh, the uh, Brunson twins from uh, Buell High School, Bowen and Riley. Al uh, and everybody should go check it out. It's it's on the homepage at IdahoSports.com. I think the the best part of that when I read it was you asked each of them, you know, what their goals were for the upcoming season. And Bowen, you know, said his number one goal was to actually help his teammate get to state and and do better because he's had a tough road. He missed some time with COVID and another injury. And so just the unselfishness from, from Bowen Brunson there to say my number one goal is to help this teammate who's really been battling get to state and try to get some points.
1: Yeah, I interviewed both kids and both of them I had a conversation for over an hour. Great kids, wow. hard worker, Great students, uh, got a great attitude in life. Uh, they're ahead of the curve for their age. And I think whoever, wherever they go in the future, college wrestling, they're gonna do well. Um, but great kids. Uh, they have had to overcome some adversity through the years through injuries and like anyone else, but they just keep moving forward. Um, and uh, great great in the classroom as well.
0: Definitely.
2: Yeah, and then Buell was over, that's another big tournament that was going on with the Dahlke Duels there in American Falls. Uh, A lot of good team matchups there, you know, Buell looks good. I, I, you know, you got to say they're one of the favorites favorites to win it at, at 2A. Yep.
0: For sure. Here's Chris Aldrich saying, let's go Buell Indians. That's right. We want to hear from you, the fans tonight. Who are you repping? Who are you giving shout outs to? If there's a topic you want us to break down, let us know. We'll throw it up on the screen. You, the fans really drive what direction the show goes in each and every week. Um, Here's Rob from Sandpoint saying, "Super stoked for you guys to be back. We're glad to be back, Rob. Uh, I've had people asking me, Brian, for probably at least a month. Hey, is, is Matt Jack coming too. back?
2: <laughs> yeah, everywhere we go, uh, Al and I were over at the ring ceremony. They presented the championship rings to the Greco, the the Junior Greco team. He's got it there, and that's what everyone wanted to say: is where, where's the podcast? When, when are you going to start it? Beautiful ring there too.
1: That's many, many years of work. Uh, you know." The coaching staff did an outstanding job, but it's years of family support. Uh, there's a lot of people behind the scenes that made that happen. It goes beyond comprehension. Uh, the blueprint for action, as we discussed, it's an all hands on deck. Everyone, there's a lot of people that should get credit for that happening. Yep. Great, great tournament. Hey, can I go back to the Hidden Gem series? I was just looking at all the kids I've written about. There's been over about 20. I'd say over, over almost every one of them are honor roll students great academics. But I think half of those were in the National Honor Society. So I just want to pinpoint, we got some solid, overall, tough, good academic kids in this state. I'm impressed. So I just wanted to note that. That has been the theme.
0: Yeah, if you're an athlete and you want to go to college on a scholarship, having having the grades is going to make – that's one less thing your future college coach has to worry about. That is going to bump you ahead of other kids that are on the recruiting list as well. So, yeah, keep up the academic work for sure. We've had so many great – Uh, outstanding young men and women for sure. Okay, here's some shout outs. We heard about Post Falls earlier. Idaho Wrestling News says, when we used to webcast state wrestling, Post Falls was one of the most fun schools. They would email in constantly asking to watch their boys wrestle, and they would have TVs hooked up to laptops watching all the action in the high school at elementary schools yeah it is a diehard fan base for sure and maybe someday idahosports.com can webcast state wrestling once again but for now we're, we're good to talk about it every single week and break down the big storylines. um here's matthew cox representing new plymouth the grims from the 2a ranks um and alfonso says glad to see you guys back and he says al hudson rogers didn't disappoint from this opening weekend
1: no, he's a solid kid. Um, you know, he's 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 by far one of the favorites uh, at his weight in the five A. Uh last year he fell short, but he responded well by uh plays the folkstyle nationals. He's a hard worker, great kid. He's going to Oregon State. Uh like many kids from this core group that we've been talking about the last couple of years. These these kids have been sticking together, working hard for the last 10, 12 years. Very <laughs> committed to the sport. So
0: definitely uh lynn exford from wisconsin tuning in tonight of course carson exford napa high bulldog a name we're very familiar with of course um jacob eck says uh fruitland new kings of 3a or al you taking fruitland or are you taking the field
1: fruitland will be the one of the teams to beat yeah South Fremont will be there because they know how to win, but it's uh, come to end of the year. If they're all, they'll be tough to beat.
2: Yeah, Brian, NBA. you I'm, taking? I, I think I'd take Fruitland over the field right now, except you know you give me Fruitland and Buell together. I think it's going to be Fruitland or Buell. Yeah, um, but I, I think I'd give Fruitland right now the upper hand, those upper weights. But but Buell is right there, and like mm-hmm. Al said, Mars Valley's bringing a lot of good kids. South always, like he said, knows how to work. And American Falls has got you know, some few kids there, a few kids there too. So I like Buell or Fruitland. We'll go A or B.
0: See, yeah, I would take, I'll I'll take the field just in terms of my odds are better, but also because I I agree. I think Buell is really set up for a special season. Fruitland has
1: eight returning state placers. They do have a kid, I think came in from Oregon, is an Oregon state champion. So that's going to help the guy. And uh, they got over. I think up to 12 kids that have gone to state or state qualifiers. Uh, South Fremont has uh, five returning state placers and several returning qualifiers. Whereas Marsh Valley, they got one, two, three, four, six state placers coming back. So it's going to be those second teamers coming back. You know, that's going to play a big role. Yeah. So we'll see still early.
0: Shout out for Mendy, Chaz Ponton at Mountain View. He's one to watch. Of course, Mountain View has been our, on our radar the last couple of years in the five-year ranks, especially at the upper weights. It seems like they just have those guys in spades recently for sure. Um, Patrick Hodges was at the Artist Nash Girls Tournament in Homedale last week. He says over 300 girls competing now, and we're starting to see these bigger regular season meets taking place on the girls' side. I know the Jaybird Bird is always a huge mm-hmm. one. Um, and that's just awesome to see.
1: So they had about 20 returning state placers placed in that term. There wasn't a couple of Oregon teams that were tough. Um, there's some like Jolie slider from Lewiston. She's a returning state champion. She won it. In fact, 114s had the top four were all returning state placers. Um, whereas, um, trying to think of some of the other weights, 145. Claire Wade, Holland Weber, Zoe fries did really well at 45s. Um, But overall, very looks like a very good tournament. A team to watch this year, too, in the girls' division is Rocky Mountain High School. They were second in that tournament. They uh, have a real committed group of girls coming up this year. So they may make some waves this year. I know Canyon Ridge is going to be a tough team to beat as well as Eagle. But keep an eye on Rocky Mountain in the girls' division.
2: Yeah. yeah and then thunder ridge too obviously they won the yes. tournament
1: you know they've got you know some young girls
2: coming in the um the brown girl that's at 100 that got injured last season i mean mm-hmm. she's got to be one of the favorites at 100 now that Jolie slider moved up to 14. and you know those three teams i think thunder ridge rocky mountain and in canyon ridge I, canyon ridge i heard had uh more girls out than they did boys this year wow. <laughs> so that's 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 pretty impressive and so you know they're going to be solid and, and jerome and eagle have a pretty decent team too. They, they represented well at that tournament. And there was also a girls tournament over at Hillcrest on the Eastern side of the the state for girls. And, uh, Burley brought a lot of girls as well. You know, they weren't at Artist Nash, they were at the Hillcrest girls invitational. So, you know, they look like they've got number wise, they had 40 or 50 girls at that tournament, I think. So.
1: Yeah. It's going to be a handful of those girls too, Brian and, um, Brandon, uh, Idaho in the national rankings, uh, Jolie sliders ranked Claire Waite, Zoe fries and Amy Hartman have been in the national rankings. We do have Caden skirk, number one in the country, but she's not wrestling at the high school rank. She's number one in the freestyle in the country, one to Fargo nationals. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a solid number. We we've had nine last year. So already Idaho is starting to make waves in the girls division on a national scale. Be great. Someday we can have a women's program here in the college along with another mm-hmm. men's program.
0: Yeah, that's a topic I know we'll get into more as the season goes yes. along. There's nowhere to send these young men and women in state except for North Idaho College mm-hmm. uh, currently. And and we'll totally claim Clay to, uh, Cadence in Idaho for sure, even if she's not <laughs> competing with a high school. She, she lives is- in
1: Meridian. She lives <laughs> a couple miles from me, so she's right here in Meridian. So. Yep, yeah, pretty
0: sure. Uh, jo- Jordan agrees with you, Al. He says Rocky Mountain Girls gonna make a splash. And Brian, you you mentioned Jerome. Nick Newbery says, "Go, Jerome! 185 pound, bunch of tough girls throughout the mm-hmm. state. They should be good this year."
2: Yep, they are. Yep.
0: And here's Rob reporting quite a few girls at the Sandpoint girls tourney this past weekend, uh, probably 80 or maybe more. That's great for for the uh, season opening weekend to have all these girls events going on around the state and having a lot of them pushing, you know, 60, 70, 80, over 300 in Homedale. That's just great news and yeah. really speaks to the strength of the sport. Yeah, so to if we to
1: continue have- to grow. We're going to have to reevaluate where we're going to hold the state tournament. It's great having them both together really enjoy having them both together but as we grow it's yeah we're going to need more mats in pocatello where they run about 16 mats
2: yep they're going to have 16 i just heard today it's 16 mats again so it'll be back to a two-day tournament and yeah yeah and with the girls that's gonna be it'll be the first time we've tried a two-day tournament with the girls and so you you basically have an extra division there and yeah yeah that's i forgot the the blizzard i think they call the blizzards girls tournament is up what well, was it sandpoint there that rob sherrill's i forgot so that's pretty amazing to be able to run three good-sized girls tournaments uh, at the same weekend in in the state but uh, yep it's good to see
0: Outstanding, Brian. Do you do you think we'd ever see if if we had enough girls to the point where we're talking about you know going to have to have it at two separate places, having it on two separate weekends? You know, we do that in basketball where girls basketball is is one weekend, boys basketball is the following weekend.
2: Yeah, I, you know, there's going to be enough girls to do it. I hate to see it. I, I mean, it's just fun to have them all together. It would be nice to figure out a way to combine that. I mean, we are we're already three days. it's in the boise area and i think logistically we could figure out how to just split it between sessions so maybe at the finals you have it all together uh the girls and the boys that that's what i would like to see and then when it's in pocatello you know it'll be interesting this year to see with the new division but i think logistically we could figure it out i i hope it stays the same weekend but um absolutely it's going to be big enough to have its own tournament and you know that's one of the options is to split it but uh you know right now for the fans i think it'd be nice not to have to travel over to Boise or Pocatello two weeks in a row.
1: I think it's logistically it's possible if you look at how Raleigh Langs run. It, they couldn't, it, you couldn't be bunched up in the four mats. They'd have to run it fluid for it to work. Raleigh runs all the mats, so all the growth It wouldn't be two A over here, three O over there. It'd have to run fluid for it to work mathematically, but it's possible that way. Yeah.
0: I feel like we're always comparing. How does Raleigh Lane do it? <laughs> they've got, they've got that down to a T They uh,
2: there. T- Todd, Todd Katie does a great job with that.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, here's a shout out from Evan O'Brien. He says, I do want to give Brian and Al a huge shout out for taking pictures with the post boys. I did let them know if they weren't ranked, they are the guys that did it. <laughs> uh, kidding, of course uh, the funniest part was hearing that they wanted to take a picture with Al. <laughs>
1: I always got a target on me. (laughs) No, they're good kids. I I met them uh, at the rings army. Very good kids. I've seen them wrestle. I wish them the best of luck this year. Very humble, tough kids.
2: I'm I'm pretty sure when those rankings comes out, Post Fall is going to have some kids
1: on the list. They will. They will. They're solid.
0: For sure. And just and just remember, you know, this, this is something we do just to spark the conversation. It's not uh, as a personal insult to anybody if you're not ranked where you want to be. Um, it's just a fun discussion point for us to have throughout the season. Uh, Ann Newbury, uh, she works in the Jerome Athletics office with uh, Scott Burton, our good friend. She says, Jerome Tiger girls doing awesome for sure. Um, Okay, here's a question from John. He wants to know, what four a hidden gems do you think there are, Al? I'm going to go to you since you are the expert on Idaho's hidden gems.
1: Oh well, wow. let me let me uh, let me look at my notes. Give me a second. Um, no worries. Yeah.
0: While you're doing that, Tom's got an idea for Pocatello. Uh, he's he's representing the uh, Century Diamondbacks tonight. He says we could squeeze more mats into Holt Arena.
1: And they can always.
0: Yeah, I think we could. Yeah, I agree.
1: I agree. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a lot of hidden gems. I mean, if you just look, some of the kids that uh, have in one state, but a placed at state. You got uh, Michael Teague uh, from Minico. Minico has a bunch of kids. Paxton Twist is a two time placer. Um, Garrett Vale, he's another one. He's going for his uh, third uh, third state title. Um that's just a few. Let me go down and yeah. look at some of the returning.
2: The, the Otley Kid is a senior at 152 for Minico. Andre Valero. Um, you know, twist, you mentioned uh the Stimson Kid at 120, solid piece. I mean, if you're looking at Minico, they've got a, a solid lineup. You know, Hidden Gems 4A, if he ask. I mean, the, the glaring one is Bishop Kelly. a couple of our Al's articles of the you know, the, the Valdez brothers and uh Skellinger have already been hidden gem articles. Um who else? Well, Moger four I mean, A obviously. Mogger's also four A over here in Blackfoot. And- I mean, we got
1: we got a handful of kids. Uh, I'm, my next two articles I'm going to be doing is uh, uh, J- uh, Jay Castagnado is going to be coming up. Uh, 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 Jackson Packard's another one. These are kids uh, that are right there in the mix. But we have a handful of four A kids that are three fourth going for their four state medal. Carter Baumforth from Shelley. Spencer Peace from Minico, Gavin Williams from Jerome, Andre Valero, and Dominic uh, Alcantara from Caldwell. They're all three time state placers. Mm-hmm. So those are all guys that are going for the fourth the challenge as well. So yeah. that's for there's A. There's a lot.
0: Yep. Uh, okay. Jacob's got another question. I'll save it for the end because he had like five questions in one <laughs> either. But <laughs> uh, okay. Here's a question from HA Who are the freshmen? To look out for this year, Brian. I'm gonna to go to you on this because you were just at middle school competition.
1: Oh
2: boy, I'm gonna to have to think about this. Um, freshman, who did I see this week? I mean, there were some good ones. Let's see. Uh, who did I see this week? I was impressed with freshmen that pulled some upsets. I, you know. I would have to say, Buell's got some great ones. The Pugsley kid coming in is good. Uh, Bishop Kelly, Mesher, Ridgevale, Bonneville. Uh, we mentioned him last year on the show when we were mentioning some good incoming freshmen. Um, uh, Drake Morrison, Malad. lad. Uh, you know, he's won some national, had national recognition while he was in junior high. I think he went undefeated this first weekend as a, as a freshman. Um, American Falls is Blaze Turner. Uh, you know, went to Fargo with the 16U team just as an eighth grader and and won a few matches there. I I didn't see how – the first day he was undefeated at American Falls. uh, Where I was at, North Fremont, uh, Case Fulmer, uh, you know, his older brother's looking for his third state championship, I think is what Riker's going for. And Case Fulmer looked great as a freshman.
1: Is it Packard's brother, a national champion?
2: Yep, yep. That's another one coming in is the Packer kid as a
1: freshman there man there's he's eighth grade right now but he's up and coming so yeah yeah, he'll be here next year yeah Yeah. jacob
0: jacob had a lot of the names you mentioned there ridgevale uh pugsley Pugsley. mesher as well yeah
2: and and there's some good girls coming in too um you know the price girl from thunder ridge i think at 107 uh looks solid roxy roxy sheen from buell had a really good weekend as i think did she win? No, I think she was third at 114 over there. So girls' side, there's also some really good freshman girls coming in, but, you know, we named a lot of them there. Yep.
0: And here's one. Hoyt says, I know I'm glazing my own team, but we have a great freshman in Cohen Roberts up there in Lewiston as well. So, uh, And look, we got more here. Uh, Rob says Carson Leonard from Lakeland. Yep. It's another yeah, good one. An up north. And Melody says Roxy did win.
2: So she did. Okay. I can remember, she won it or so. Yeah, it's a good freshman.
0: Yep. Yep, and yeah. has the yeah. same. I mean, thing you then. look
1: at Meridian. Meridian has at least twelve kids that either placed at the middle school state yeah. or one to district. So they have a. There's a lot of names there, but they have a a, a young class that's coming in that's going to be tough in the future years to come. Um, you know, I mentioned Matt Hamilton at uh, Post Falls as well, hmm. another kid. Um, so yeah, there's there's a good group. Yep.
0: Yeah, that's interesting.
1: Another freshman girl that's coming in.
2: Olivia's, you know, watched her since she was little. She's also won some national medal trophies, uh, you know, on the national stage. So she's going to be fun to watch as well.
0: Yep, Olivia Bezdech there. Gregory says uh, Edstrom. Yep. Then, yeah.
2: Couldn't. For, I don't know how I forgot them, but that's going to be fun to watch too. So, this is.
1: Yeah. This so is why so we Olivia, do the right, show. She's, yeah. she's a freshman, Olivia Bezdech from Jerome. Yeah. Yeah, she beat Talia Nichols from Rocky Mountain who's a you know 14U national champ. She was mm-hmm. couldn't uh, compete at state last year for some circumstances, but she's back. They met in the finals and Talia beat Michaela Smith who's a two-time placer. Uh that way it was fairly tough at um at the girls tournament in Homedale.
0: Yep, and yeah. we're getting tons of freshman shout-outs down. This is why we do the show, guys, because we're just three guys. Every <laughs> state is pretty plugged in. Uh, Allison giving a shout-out here to Brandon Edstrom yeah. from Madison Upper Valley Aces. No doubt there. Uh, Sam from Post Falls says Carson Leonard is a stud from Lakeland. Uh, Jordan says Carbine Batoni at Rocky and Jake Mesher from BK. Jacob was singling out Jake Mesher earlier as well. Yeah,
1: tough 106-pounder is uh, Carmine Batoni. He's a tough kid works hard in a room. So watch out for him. He's, he's tough
0: (laughs) for sure. All right. Well, let's swing the other way now from freshmen to seniors here. Hoyt wants to know any other seniors looking for their fourth state title, Al, you know, I used to think this was a rare club and every year it seems like more and more athletes are at least fighting for the chance to pull off the feet.
1: Yeah. So if you look at, uh, let me see, you look at the, um, let me go down and look at my notes. So uh, in the 5A, you got Carson Expert going for number four. Jason Mara from Meridian going for number four. If we go down into the uh four A. Mac Mogger. Man. Uh we got uh let me see. Uh
0: Mac Mauger. Yeah, yeah, Mac
1: Mauger's going for number four. Coulter Burton, who uh is going for number four. And uh, we've got a, three kids going for the third. So, yeah. So we have a lot of kids coming up, um, you know, and then let me see, we got to go to 3A. All these divisions. I'm used to one division. This is, uh, <laughs> this is a lot. Um,
0: yeah. Well, I was searching that because in, you've told me this before, Al, in California where you're f- from, um, they they do – uh the best of the best right they take all the
1: uh, one division with uh close to a thousand high schools and you got to go through about three or four qualifiers to get the state but be honest with you i like the division system here it gives a lot more kids to wrestling the cream will rise to the top regardless so but yeah that system there is brutal to get the state um i'm looking into uh we got uh bowen brunson He's a two-time champion. Him and Bowden Banta from South Freeman, they are going for number three, but not four. And I don't think there's anyone in the two A that's gone for number four. Do you know anyone offhand? I don't. I'm, yeah, waiting, I'm waiting, waiting for the article. A to a come couple out. two-time champs, and that's <laughs> it.
2: You'll have that in the preseason article. I'm. So I'm waiting. What do we have? Two weeks till that gym comes out.
1: Um, I got all the notes there. I just have to write the uh, article for each one. So. Um. I wish I can put all this to memory, but I'm not there yet. I'm, <laughs> I'm with here. you. It's, it's a lot of kids to track. It's a lot of kids to track. So, but yeah, it's it'll come soon.
0: If there, if there, if there is somebody going for four that we missed, throw it in the comments, and we'll we'll get it up on the screen. Yeah, I don't think
1: there is. I just think yeah. just those first two divisions where we uh, have a couple of guys going for four. Yeah, so.
0: and 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 I know we've talked about in the past too, some of our uh, gr- uh, female wrestlers um, and trying to recognize them, Al for. Four-time state champions, even though maybe a title or two came at the beginning of their career when it was an unsanctioned sport, I still think that deserves to be recognized and singled out also. As a oh yeah, the girls champion.
1: are a division. I mean, we got uh, we got one three-time state Holland Weber from Eagle. She's going to be going for a state fourth state medal, and then uh, obviously uh, we got Jolie Slider going for her second. Alistair Dillo from American Falls. Uh, Elise Twaite from Meridian, Uh, Claire Waite, who's been in the finals twice, won it her uh, sophomore year, and then Jordan LeBue from Eagle, then Amy Hartman uh, uh, from Mountain Home is uh, a two-time finalist. she's going for her second title as well, and she's ranked nationally, she's going to be very tough to beat in her weight. Yeah,
0: we got a couple of nationally ranked girls competing this year in the great state of Idaho. Al, you were talking about the way California does it. Jacqueline says, yeah, it's CIF, Masters, uh, for it's Masters, then Districts, and then State. Yeah,
1: California. they got their leave. CIF would be, CIF would be about 60, 70 schools. And there's like seven divisions there. The Masters is the best of that. Then you go to State, and they're all 40-man brackets. So they got three weeks of 40-man brackets. Yeah. If you take our kids like Holder Burton or uh, Mac Mogger, there's about 12 kids about that level in each weight group. And then there's the next level. Um, it's a numbers game, but I'll be honest with you, the average kid here in Idaho is very well coached and per capita. Our Kareem McCop is as good as anyone else. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you've talked about that, Al, per capita, because we just don't have the population that some of these other states do, but per yeah, capita. 39 we're-
1: million in 1.9. So we got it going back to the Fargo Nationals. We're the eighth state to win it since 1972. Okay. So, and we have the lowest population to ever win it at 1.9. Whereas Iowa, I believe has around 3 million and Oklahoma, maybe like 4 million or so. I forget what the number is, but yeah, for 1.9 million, that's not bad. Yeah, for sure. Here's another
0: shout out here from uh, Crystal and Kurt Richards. Kyra Richards, hopefully going for her second at 165 mm-hmm. as well. Brian, we talked about this when we did that special about the Fargo Nationals, but you know, for Al and I, we're transplants from other states. But as, as somebody who grew up in Idaho, I mean, just what was your the pride just that you <laughs> felt when Team Idaho won Fargo Nationals?
2: You know, I mean, I think seeing the picture they kept showing of of the team holding up that huge cup, I I mean, it was, it was unbelievable when you, when you, you, you were, we were there and when you saw that it was going to happen, I mean, you saw who we had in the finals. And I think at that point it became a reality that, holy cow, we can do it. I mean, and just to see, you know, all the dads there that I grew up with watching their kids and coach Owens, who's, you know, been one of my heroes when I was a high school wrestler was Chris Owens and you know, coaching the team. We had Martino, who's now at Princeton, and we have Rich Lovett, who's at Nebraska. And just to see all the tradition and everybody there all together, it was it was, it was amazing. I mean, unforgettable moment for sure.
1: Yeah, and you, you hit a point. I mean, there's been so many kids on that team. They had 10 All-Americans, which is a record for Idaho. 10 All-Americans. What was impressive is you had Hunter Anderson had to get into the blood round. He had to beat a kid he had lost to nine times, yeah. and he beats them. And then you have Jackson Packard in the round of 128 loses his first round match 11 to 0 against the kid that came back and I think took 34th won eight or nine in a row to get in that medal. That was sort of that anchoring point where these kids rose as a team and and came together. And that didn't happen by accident. That's years of training, practice, and preparation. I've been to the best on best, and you see how they train. They train for that national mindset, that caliber, and it's a big big effort by many to get these kids to that point you can succeed in idaho
0: definitely yeah al did a great job writing about the the ring ceremony and kind of revisiting you know everything that happened at fargo it's right at the top of the homepage on our site idahosports.com. and this is something that you've talked about a lot al and of course uh team idaho wrestling is talked about as well under the direction of coach owens uh and I, i'm gonna get this wrong it, it, the blueprint
1: for blueprint success. for action or for blueprint action. for success.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, explain that for those that aren't familiar with that philosophy and everything it entails.
1: It's basically just sort of the guidance of what it takes to get there. It's the commitment to grow wrestling in Idaho. It's the commitment to bring the best of the best together. It's it's the it's the logistics behind it. It's it's the template to uh, you you build it, they'll come. Right. So they built a system that more and more people are buying into um, to the process. I don't have it in my head. You know, Chris Owens is the one that came up with it. I just gave it a title called the blueprint for action and everything. And it's just it's a total commitment by all to, to get our programs, our kids to the highest level possible. Yeah. Al's the big
0: picture marketing guy. Yeah. <laughs> he just he just comes up with the tagline. <laughs>
1: yeah. I read it in a book years ago. That's where I got. The- <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, here's, here's HA. The excitement at Fargo was fun to watch. Lots of proud wrestlers, coaches and parents. Definitely. And it does take a village um, for sure. So, all right. Well, uh, as we're getting close to wrapping it up, let's just quickly we're look ahead.
1: Up. We still got another. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, we go as long as the fans want us to go. You know, if the comments start dying down, then we get, you know, we start hitting that finish line. Uh, let's quickly preview kind of what's coming up this weekend. I always say kind of, you know, the official start to the wrestling season for me when I really start focusing in is is the Tim Matthews um, that takes place in the Magic Valley, Brian. That's kind of the signature event this week. But what other events are you keeping an eye on?
2: um you know a lot of the eastern idaho teams are traveling out of state so it's going to be interesting to see how they compete there um coming up this weekend legrand
1: has a tournament in oregon
2: yeah there's one up in legrand uh there's the ak-47 in utah i know some teams here are going down to that uh you know that's a fun one because it's a team tournament the first day and then they take it's a combination tournament which we don't i don't know if we have any of those in idaho yet where they start the first day as a team tournament and then the top uh, individuals then carry over to an individual bracket the next day. Those are kind of fun. Um, coming up this weekend in Idaho, um, you know, the Marsh Valley Tournament, That's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, a lot of the East Idaho teams that aren't going to Utah, there's the Star Valley Tournament over here. Uh, it's Wyoming, but, you know, Shelley, Sugar Salem, um, I think Thunder Ridge, there's a handful of Idaho teams that go there. I'm not sure who's going to the, uh, the Cooper Lish in marsh valley this weekend um but marsh valley usually puts on a good t te- te- you know malad uh soda springs those schools are up there um
0: so we got a couple here in the uh in the chat uh evan says topanish that's over in washington, washington. Mm-hmm. yep and lynn lynn says topanish also isaac says uh the calhoun classic in nissa oregon is this weekend as well um uh, matt also said that the calhoun classic uh michelle and dan fabby uh say kellogg up north for us i think a lot of the smaller schools are going to be in kellogg this weekend in north idaho hoyt says yeah lewiston's also going to Toppenish, so we're gonna have to keep an eye on that one to see all yeah. these north idaho powers for sure amy says bk will be in le Grand, al that's the one you were referring to mm-hmm. so yeah it's going to be uh a big weekend for out-of-state competition Along with the, with the Tim Matthews, I think it's going to be kind of the big events that we are keeping an eye on for sure. Um, Jose, uh, shout out. Chris Owens is the man shout out mountain home. And thank you guys. And all of team Idaho for all that you do. Al mountain Home's got some, got some impressive athletes, you know, numbers wise, they don't have the depth that some of the other four programs do, but they've got some really exciting individuals, individuals, both boys and girls
1: yeah I mean they they do yeah the Rosales brothers, both state champions, Amy Hartman and they've had other state players. but I mean, you look at uh, you look at Buell High School, three hundred and seventy five students and they're producing all these great wrestlers. you got South Fremont, 400 and some high schools. so I mean they' are showing that with a small small number of kids, but they have just outstanding coaching in the area. another thing to keep in mind too, if all these all Americans we produced, In the last three years from Fargo and the Folkstyle Nationals, 42% of them come from the South Central Southeast of Idaho, which is all spread out. So that's what I mean by there's all throughout the state. But in that region, there is a large undertaking by parents and family, people coming together and traveling just to get this competition because they're really spread out. Not like the Treasure Valley. We're within a half hour of each other. So uh, hats off. Hats off to everyone in those regions. For sure.
0: Okay, a couple of rapid-fire questions here, guys. Uh, Coach Nieder from Idaho Falls. Brian, can we get a breakdown on 4A170 <laughs> for the season?
2: I think Coach Nieder does that every year to me. So 4A170, um, it's going be, gonna to be fun to watch. Uh, the favorites, East Idaho, Blackfoot, you got Kylan Guerrero. You got uh, Xander Zollinger. at Skyline, was second last year at that weight class. Uh, Guerrero, I think, was third at 160. Um, you got the uh, Kyson Anderson from Minico was a state placer that I think is returning to the same weight class. Um, and then Canyon Ridge has got a couple kids there. I'm not sure who's going to go 60, who's going to go 70. They got Connor Claiborne, who was a state placer at 70, coming back. And oh, I'm trying to think the other kids. All I can think is they had a beautiful mu- mustache in the football season. Yeah. Uh, coming back placed at place. At 160 last year, and I, I just went blank on his name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but,
2: so, I mean, those are your favorites, and uh, we'll see how it plays out. I know, uh, you know, my son, obviously, and Kylan have wrestled since they were little. I talked to Kylan's dad last week about it, and uh, it'll be fun to watch play.
0: It's funny you mentioned mustaches, Brian, because here's Matthew Hamilton. Shout out to that amazing <laughs> mustache, Brian.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's that time of the year.
0: <laughs> yep. For sure. Uh, there was one more for a question. I'm trying to find it back here in the, in the chat. Uh, all right. I'll try to find that while we do that. Allison says, uh, South Fremont, they're headed to Butte America for the mining city duels up in Montana. That's going to be a good competition as well, Al. That is big tournament. Yeah, it's gonna be
1: an interesting one for
0: sure. Um,
1: are you are you talking about Caleb Summers from Kenya? Yeah, Ridge? that's who it is. That's who yeah, it is. That yeah, yeah. two time state place. So yeah, it just yeah. popped in my head. Yes. Yeah,
2: And so I'm not sure, you know, if Claiborne is going 82 and he's going 70, or if he's gonna go 60 again and Claiborne are dropped, but they've got two kids there that either whichever one goes 70 is gonna be in that discussion.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yep, for sure. Um, okay. Sorry, I can't I can't find that other 4A question. It was four. <laughs> 4A106 maybe or uh 4A anyways uh if you if you are the person that asked that question you can always throw it back in the chat and I will get it up on the screen but otherwise guys uh let's wrap up with this question from Jacob and he'll be joining us next week on the show he's with his kids at Disney land i think I, i'm assuming when he took the picture the sun was still out so i'm guessing he was in <laughs> california um Jacob wanted to know he he wanted all of our picks who wins five a early season picks for four, a three, a two, a let's hear them. Let's go on the record guys Sheesh. with our official picks. And of course we're going to be totally wrong and it's going to be really fun <laughs> to revisit this in February. <laughs> let's, let's start five. A Al, what do you think? Meridian. Brian.
2: I've got Meridian two. Close post falls, middleton are in the mix. Yep,
0: I'll go post falls. I gotta, I mean, I live in North Idaho now, so I gotta rep, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta rep the North. I'll take, they're one.
2: always gonna represent. I mean, post falls is, you know, its legacy up there.
0: I'm gonna write these down as well, by the way, so we <laughs> can go back and, and check and see how we did. Al, what's your 4A pick?
1: Minico has the numbers. I mean, they have uh almost a full team of state placers returning back and a whole army of second teamers. If we were just counting the first team only, I would say BK because they got like five or six returning state champions. So it'll be between those two, but Minico just has the numbers. Mathematically, it's going to be tough to be beat.
0: Brian. I
1: I can't
2: disagree with that. That's tough, but I'll go the upset. I'm going to go BK just because their, their ones are so solid. I they're mean, solid. You know, they're going to have six kids in the finals possibly. Mm-hmm. And so I'll, I'll go with the upset and I think it's going to be BK or Manico, but I'll go BK.
0: I'm with you, Brian. I, I just think BK's just got such talent at the top. That really can carry, carry the points. I think it's going to be now they'll have to be perfect and cash in on all those, but need a
1: lot of pens. Yeah. yeah. Tech calls where they can get them. I've done the math already. So <laughs> of course Alice
0: already crunched the numbers and plugged it into that super computer. It's possible, of her brain.
1: But they're gonna to have to get a lot of pins. And yeah. some of these second teamer young kids rise. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All
2: right. And that, that's the other kid at 170. We didn't think of is uh Saya Thompson, who's coming up from 160 to he's obviously gonna be in the returning state champ at 160. So you know they're gonna get some pins there. Mm-hmm.
0: For sure. All right, 3A. We kind of already discussed this a little bit, Al, but what's your official 3A
1: pick? Fruitland.
0: Okay. And, Brian, were you in the Fruitland camp also?
2: You know, a week ago I would have said Buell, but watching Fruitland at those duels this week, the Oregon move-in they had, uh, the way Hood worked out, I've got to go Fruitland with Buell a close one D.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'll go Buell. I don't know. It's just a – a gut feeling I've got. I think this is gonna be a big year for Buell. Uh they've been they've been right there so often. So uh okay, and then two A. Two A, Al.
1: Uh New Plymouth. This is the hard one. Most points it coming is. back.
2: Yep. yep. Yeah, I like I like New Plymouth. I, I mean Ryrie's always solid. Uh North Fremont had a solid team. Yep. I'll go with an underdog. I'm gonna say Mulad. I think mulad has got some young kids that are gonna score some points and uh so you know and
1: kellogg too right they yeah, gotta be yeah kellogg's right, right? Up there too. turner's coming back yep yep
0: brian you stole mine that was <laughs> gonna be my ultra super sneaky pick was malad i'll officially go with malad too i just i've been very impressed from the top down all the way to their youth program they do a really good job down there in in malad so it's <laughs> Uh, and here's Amy says, Riley just recorded your 3A predictions. <laughs> He's going to keep the receipts.
2: <laughs> they're, they're right there. I mean, it's hard to pick against Buell with what they what they have there and what you know Coach Bartlett has done. I mean, just an amazing job. And the time he puts in in the summer with traveling with all of these kids and still manages to have time to travel with Buell is one of the most impressive coaching jobs in the state. So you
1: can't count Buell out this year for sure. And yep. the trout capital of America. <laughs> I learned a lot of history and a lot of stuff about Idaho doing all my articles. I study everything about the city, the background. I'm learning a lot about Idaho. It's great.
0: You know, Al, if you ever get, uh, we don't want you to, but if you ever get tired of covering the
1: wrestling beat, you could host
0: a show on PBS or something. You go travel around the state. And
1: <laughs> I'm sticking here. <laughs>
0: oh, that sounds good uh meredy says uh malad also yep and uh we were talking about um we were talking about four-time state champs here tom's got one for us drake morrison so
2: <laughs> he's a great incoming freshman and, and definitely gotta watch out he's got, <laughs> he's got a shot at it this year
1: did not he win the kids nationals a couple years ago or like 14u yeah. Yeah, yeah he's yeah.
2: tough he absolutely and yeah. I, I think he went. Were they at Docky? I looked this week. I think he went undefeated there as a freshman at, at that first duel. I think. Mm. I, I should You're have checked sure. that, but
0: yeah, for sure. Amy, uh, one last comment here from Amy, and then we'll wrap up uh, talking about Riley Brunson from Buell. She says, "You do not want to know what he thinks of those predictions, fellas." <laughs> and of course, the number the number one rule is: we love making predictions, and we love to be wrong. If we're if we're wrong, we, no, we will got back fired away. up. Yeah. Yep, yep, for sure. No, they'll so.
1: be there, they'll be in the mix. Yep,
0: for sure. All right, well, that'll do it for the maiden voyage of uh this year's edition of the Matt Chat Prepcast. We'll be with you every Tuesday night, rain or shine, 8 p.m. Mountain Time, 7 p.m. Pacific Time on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel, Facebook page, Twitter account, and also the Idaho Wrestling News Facebook page. This year as well. Uh, if you can't make it live, you can always go back and watch a replay of this. We will also take the audio of this and put it into the Idaho Matt Chat Prepcast feed. So if you're an audio person and you like to download podcasts, Google, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, etc., uh, just subscribe to the Idaho Matt Chat Prepcast, and you can listen to the show every week that way as well. Big thanks to all of you, the fans. Really you fans are what drive the show you choose the topics you choose where we go what path we take and we that you're the reason we do this is for the parents the coaches and and these young men and women that are competing so hard uh in the state of idaho uh be on the lookout for al's season preview coming early next week on the homepage. Week, i gotta
1: get in next week <laughs> <laughs> freshier, <laughs> freshier. No, we'll, we'll, we'll get it in <laughs>
0: Yes, uh coming coming soon to a website near It'll you. You'll
1: be ready. Yeah,
0: Idahosports.com. We will have the written preview with all that great data coming up. Just be on the lookout for it. Um, in the meantime, you can check out Al's latest hidden gems uh piece. It just published today with the Brunson boys from Buell. All
1: right. Yeah, I got uh, two more coming. Got Jackson Packer. and we got uh Jay Cascnado or the next two in line. And shout out to my buddy uh, Ramon Valdez, a great wrestling fan out there. Um, and want to thank everyone for all their support.
0: Yep, for sure. And and the rankings are coming back next week as well. Team rankings, individual rankings, boys and girls, each classification, every weight class as well. So that's all coming next week on the site as well at idahosports.com. Uh, Al, thank you as always for joining us. We appreciate it. Brian, thank you.
2: Thank you. We'll see everyone next week.
0: Yep, sounds good. One more, one more request before you duck out for the night. If you could hit that like button and share this, that'll help all the people that couldn't be here live tonight find it a little easier amongst everything else in their social media feeds tomorrow. So hit that like button, uh, share this if you would, and then everybody uh, enjoy the competition this weekend. And we will see you back here next Tuesday night for another edition of the Idaho Mat Chat Prepcast on idahosports.com.